Welcome to the IAB UK podcast. Hello and welcome to the IAB UK podcast. From the IAB, I'm James Chandler and this week's episode is the third of our policy specials. So I'm merely here as an amuse-bouche to Christy and James's eight-course tasting menu of delectable policy delights. Coming up, you can expect the very latest on HFSS, which is currently in the Lords, updates on the online safety bill, the OAP, the online advertising programme, the lowdown from the CMA on the newly set up digital markets unit, as well as the various ICO focuses that are relevant to you. IAB UK members. All in all, a veritable smorgasbord of known knowns, known unknowns, and potentially some unknown unknowns, mostly to do with timings, but a wonderfully helpful overview nonetheless. Up next then, the man who would quite literally stop at nothing to get his hands on my email address. It's over to James Davis from the IAB's policy team. Hello and welcome to the first IAB policy podcast of 2022. Thanks for joining us. With the new year, we wanted to just kind of go over some of the big kind of ticket items that are on our radar for the year ahead. Some of them are clear and some of them are a bit kind of, we're not quite sure what time things are coming, but we know they're they're on their way. So just to uh, kick us off with the things that we know that are definitely happening right now, I want to talk a bit about the government's health and care bill is still making its way through Parliament. The reason that's relevant is because it contains the provisions for the government's ban of HFSS advertising online. Shortly before Christmas, we got some important points made by MPs and the government was slightly pushed by those MPs on why it was not listening to industry quite as closely as we'd like them. But the bill has now proceeded into the Lords and industry is continuing its lobbying, particularly at the moment pushing for a slight kind of amendment to the implementation timeframe that the government has in mind for when the bill will kick in. At the moment in the bill, the initial plan was for the ban to kick in at the very beginning of 2023. But there's been some kind of significant industry concerns that without until at the official guidance on exactly what advertisers will be allowed to advertise and, and how arrives, there's a lot of uncertainty and it's very difficult for advertising campaigns to be created. So industry is uh, and, and the IB is pushing very closely to see whether we can have that kind of time frame amended. Another item that is happening very soon, if not exactly right now, is the government's online safety bill is due to be published shortly. This is particularly of interest to IEB members because you'll remember there's been an awful lot of pressure on the government to look at fraudulent advertising online and address and tackle that issue. And a number of people have been kind of pressurising government to expand the scope of the online safety bill, which primarily focuses on user-generated content. But expanding that, the government's been pushed to expand the scope of that bill to include fraudulent advertising as well. And indeed, the pre-legislative scrutiny committee, which was looking at the draft bill last year, reported shortly before Christmas and recommended that the government should add scam advertising into the scope of the bill. But in a kind of a slightly more focused way, so that it's in line with the rest of the bill, i.e. that the bill would focus on scam advertising, which is served through or on uh, category one services, which is what the rest of the bill is focused on, and that those services would have to have effective systems in place to prevent scam advertising going through. Ofcom, the, the designated regulator, to be looking at individual ads or advertisers, that potentially is going to remain the responsibility of the ASA. 
But yeah, we wait to see what exactly is going to going to be coming out when the bill is finally published. Scam ads then are likely to be potentially included in that bill, but also included in the much-awaited government's online advertising programme, which is its big review of regulation in digital advertising. Christy, where exactly are we at with the OEP, which I think we were expecting originally before Christmas? We are still waiting for a consultation on the OAP, which is the probably one of the worst acronyms there could be for something dealing with digital regulation. The government had been saying last year it was going to publish its consultation by the end of that year. But just before Christmas, they told us actually they pushed it back. They're still talking about that being published in the coming months, which is a very government speak for we're not going to tell you exactly when. We have heard that their plan is to align the publication of the online advertising programme consultation with the introduction of the, or at least the publication of the online safety bill, probably in part for that reason you just touched on, which is that scam ads we expect are going to be covered in a fairly narrow, contained way in the online safety bill, but also covered in the online advertising programme, which will be looking across online advertising as a whole. And we expect proposing new ways of regulating, not just scam ads, a whole host of different, dealing with a whole host of different sort of advertising harms that consumers could experience. We think that the government is looking to set out both of those things together so that they're demonstrating how they're going to deal with scam ads across the board. So the timing is linked to the online safety bill, which, again, as you've said, we don't have specific details about. We think earliest it might come is late February, but don't hold me to that. Okay. So coming soon, hopefully, at some point. And on that theme, another kind of item that we know is coming up, uh, and we know it's coming up this year, but we don't have a kind of uh, a precise time frame for it, is the competition and market authorities new competition regime for digital market companies the digital markets unit the dmu this is the new regulator that's been created by the cma and yeah it's going to be enforcing a new code of conduct on companies in the digital market which have been designated as having strategic market status which is is kind of yet to have a criteria allocated to it but this is the new competition regulator for digital industry The DMU is already set up and did start operating informally in April last year, but basically the new regulator needs legislation in order for it to have a statutory uh, footing. There was a government consultation which took place uh, last year, which closed beginning of October. So we are expecting some legislation from the government on this, and we would expect the bill to be tabled at some point this year. However, details on exactly when that's likely to emerge are rather murky. So we await updates on that eagerly. Also on the subject of something that we know it's coming up, but we're slightly unclear on the timing of it, the government's response to the data reform uh, consultation. Christy, can you take us through where we're at with that? Yes, and listeners are going to start to see a bit of a theme emerging here about, I guess we call them known unknowns. So there was a consultation last year on proposed changes to the UK's data protection law, which regular listeners will remember we covered in our September podcast episode. So do check that back if you want the detail. So that closed in November. The IAB responded to that consultation. Areas of interest, particularly for us and our members, are around the use of the legitimate interests lawful basis and the rules around cookies and consent mechanisms. So you can find our response on the policy section of our website. But in terms of the process and timings, the next steps are for the government to go through and digest 
best all of the responses that it will have received to the consultation. I think we can expect that would have been quite a lot because it's such a large and broad topic. And then they'll make decisions about their policy, including whether they want to propose legislative change, which I would say is probable. So they will then publish their response, which is the, the kind of outcome of the consultation. I think it's probably reasonable to expect that might come in the first half of this year. And then if they decide to legislate, then roughly they could potentially start to do that in the second half of the year. But it's very hard at this stage in 2022 to be any more specific about timetables, especially where legislation is involved. Super. Nice and vague for us then to be carrying on keeping an eye on that. And then we had one more kind of big ticket item which we're expecting as well from the ICO, Christy. Yeah, so the ICO is going to still be very much on the scene this year. They're a regular feature in all of our policy and regulatory work. There's two areas of interest, really, in terms of the ICO and data and privacy and digital advertising at the moment. So members will probably remember that in November, the ICO published an opinion, which is essentially a sort of formal position statement on data protection and privacy expectations for online advertising proposals. Essentially, what that means is it's in relation to sort of user ID and changes to industry and technologies in response to the deprecation of third party cookies. It was prompted partly by the CMA looking at Google's privacy sandbox proposals but the ICO's opinion isn't specific to any particular solution. It sets out key privacy principles and recommendations that the ICO expects any new solution or proposal to meet in the future. It doesn't say anything specific about particular solutions, but it sets out overarching expectations, basically the sort of core data protection and privacy principles that any new approach needs to meet. And it also reiterates the concerns that the ICO raised in their 2019 AdTech and RTB report and makes really clear that the ICO expects that new technologies and solutions will address those issues as well as addressing sort of market challenges as well. So we'd expect the ICO to be keeping a close eye on industry developments in user ID over the course of this year. We did publish a series of guidance in response to the ICO's 2019 report on some of those key areas of concern. So have a look at our GDPR hub if you're interested in that guidance. It covers things such as cookies and consent and data protection impact assessments. And then the other area, which I've already mentioned that the ICO is continuing to work on, is its RTB and ad tech investigation. So this has been an ongoing work stream, which was paused during the early days of the pandemic. But members might remember that we hosted the ICO in March last year for a briefing where they explained that they were resuming this work and that would have a slightly different focus. So it would be audit led phase of work. And they were really clear that due to the nature of that work and its sensitivity, we shouldn't expect any sort of running commentary on it. However, in the opinion that they published before Christmas, they did give a very brief update where they said that they'd carried out a small number of audits and were currently assessing the outcome. So... I think we should expect to hear more about the outcomes of this phase of work in the next few months. We do talk to the ICO team regularly, so we hope to be able to update members on that shortly. Fantastic. Thanks for that, Christy. So there you have it. Some of the biggest regulatory and policy items that are currently on our radar for the upcoming year. Some of them with slightly more precise timings associated with them, but all will become clear as the weeks and months progress and all worth keeping an eye on. As ever, if you'd like to contact us at the policy team, the email is policy at iabuk.com. Thanks so much for listening. 
Christy Dennehy-Neal and James Davis from the IAB's policy and regs team there. Don't forget you can find all the latest updates, papers and consultation responses on our policy hub, including our response to a speech by the Secretary of State for Digital Culture, Media and Sport last week. Find it all at iabuk.com forward slash policy. And of course, you can find more episodes of this podcast on our site too, or listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from. Thanks very much for listening. IAB UK, building a sustainable future for digital advertising.